The Beaverdam Police Department will soon be meeting with the county's newest district attorney. The governor named Andrea Will to the post following Kurt Klomberg's resignation. Will, who will serve the remainder of the unexpired term that ends in 2025, has been an assistant district attorney in the Waukesha County District Attorney's Office since 2008. Beaverdam Police Lieutenant Jeremiah Johnson says their agency will be meeting with Will in the coming weeks. Our chief and her talked. I don't know who reached out to who, but uh, the chief of police made contact with her and they are going to have a meeting and she is going to get to learn the Beaverdam Police Department a little bit. We're going to give her a tour. We're going to introduce her to people and we're going to show her how we run things at our police department and we're going to get to know her and how she is as a prosecutor and what her expectations are and what she wants to focus on and, and what her requirements are and we're going to we're going to learn that. So it's a great step in the right direction. Johnson says the relationship between law enforcement and a district attorney is a two-way street and a DA will regularly share updates on how their office prosecutes crime as well as changes to state law. And will send us memos of understanding of what we can and can't do as a police officer, as a police department to, you know, essentially, you know, if there's updates in laws, changes in laws. One of the bigger ones recently, um, I believe we had a memo of understanding with the duty to intervene and the duty to react. If, if there's a situation where a police officer is, you know, being dangerous and, and hurting a suspect and it's inappropriate and it's against law. So, I mean, that that's the kind of stuff that we work with our district attorney. Johnson recently shared his thoughts on what makes a good district attorney. It's good to feel that your district attorney has got your back. If something big happens and you are taking it seriously as a police officer, they share the same attitude with it. Johnson says a good DA should also protect defendants' rights and stand up for the accused if police mishandled an investigation. Lieutenant adds that a district attorney has a higher responsibility as an elected official to keep those inalienable rights in mind. The Saw County Sheriff's Office is asking for information about the 2020 murder of a 24-year-old Wauwatosa man at Devil's Lake State Park. Ted Allen reports. John Schmutzer was fatally stabbed in October of 2020 after a confrontation at the park's Grotto Trail. The Sheriff's Office says they've followed up on hundreds of tips and leads during the investigation, but some people who've provided information have been hard to get back in touch with to clarify or get additional information. Six months after the murder of Schmutzer in May of 2021, a news release from the Sheriff's Office says witnesses near the scene saw a man frantically running away from the area of the park where the body was found. Witnesses described the man as about six feet tall, average build, wearing pants with ripped knees, and a dark-colored top that was possibly a hoodie. Ted Allen, Wisconsin Radio Network. A motion filed in Fond du Lac County Court this week argues that the state has no evidence to keep the so-called Halloween killer in a secure mental health facility since his prison term has been completed. Gerald Turner is at the Sand Ridge Secure Treatment Center in Mauston. The 73-year-old was convicted of the Halloween 1973 rape and murder of 9-year-old Lisa Ann French in Fond du Lac, who was trick-or-treating in Turner's neighborhood. Turner's attorney argues that no expert has been able to offer an opinion that Turner meets the criteria for a violent sexual offender. The state has a few weeks to file its reply. A hearing is scheduled next month. We're learning of the death of a Green Lake County man who was killed in a snowmobile accident in Michigan's Upper Peninsula. An obituary was recently published for William Shane Stimfel of Berlin. The accident occurred in Gogebic County's town of Wakefield early on January 29th. The 53-year-old was traveling with a group of snowmobilers on a trail when the crash occurred. He died at the scene. 
The Columbus Police Department will be receiving new equipment in 2023. The department was able to purchase a new squad car because expenses budgeted for personnel were not realized. City Administrator Kyle Ellefson. We were actually able to, uh, uh, because they had vacancies, we were actually able to buy a squad car at the end of 2022. We won't see it for a while yet uh, because of the supply chains. Ellefson told us recently on WBEV's community comment that the city was able to take some of the money from salary savings and purchase the car. He says that it is a priority to keep the squads up to date and in rotation. That's not the only new piece of equipment the department is getting, though. There was an opportunity this year with a body cam grant, and we took advantage of that and took a big swing to make sure we were supporting our officers, and the city council was behind it 100%. And uh, I think this week is actually when we're going to have the servers and, and a lot of the technology coming together. The city administrator says he hopes to have the body cams and a training program rolled out in the next couple of weeks. President Joe Biden delivered remarks mainly focused on the economy during a stop near Madison yesterday at the Laborers International Training Center in DeForest. The president said his economic plan is working. At the Port of Green Bay, we're helping turn an old water plant site into a new port terminal. Going to create thousands of jobs over time. This is a big deal. You know, we're just up the road in Columbia County, just up the road. Funds from the infrastructure are going to replace the Wisconsin River Bridge. Biden's Wisconsin stop was a follow-up to Tuesday's State of the Union address. The Beaverdam Operations Committee this week received feedback from the public on the possible annexation of a stretch of Madison Street at the south end of the city. In 2019, Beaverdam entered into a developer's agreement with Quick Trip to extend water and sewer mains along Madison Street to their new gas station at County Road G. Quick Trip took on 100% of the upfront costs with the understanding that the company would recoup 50% from township property owners if and when they annexed into the city. In accordance with state statute, the Operations Committee held a public hearing on Monday in advance of considering a preliminary resolution to exercise special assessment powers should the property owners choose to annex into the city. If Madison Street property owners choose to annex into the city, they would have to tap into city water and sewer and pay the related costs. Several property owners spoke at the public hearing. What is the actual intent of this committee of the city uh, as the intent to annex them into the city? I'm a little bit confused as to some of this. There's main lines are already in, and are we then going to have to pay that assessed value so Quick Trip gets reimbursed? If you guys listen on the radio, there's one guy that calls in. Next thing we're going to have, sidewalk. Next thing we want, street lights. It's not that hard to talk to people. Now you make it sound like we got no choice. City Director of Engineering, Todd Jansen. One of the overarching themes that I heard was you're being forced, you're being annexed. That's untrue. You're not being forced to annex. It's your choice to annex at this point. We're not forcing. A lot of this is for informational purposes at this point. If you do decide to annex, you will have to connect to sewer and water. And that's when these assessments would come into play. The Beaverdam Operations Committee will consider the resolution for the assessments at their meeting one week from Monday. 
The Dodge County Treasurer is providing some details on lottery credits in the midst of tax season. Craig Warmbold reports. The Wisconsin Lottery and Gaming Credit provides direct property tax relief to qualifying taxpayers. The lottery credit is displayed on tax bills as a reduction of property taxes due. Treasurer Patty Hilker says it is the time of the year to review your tax bill and see if you did or did not get the lottery credit. She says to check, look at the top right of your tax bill. Hilker says the lottery credit is administered by the Wisconsin Department of Revenue. She notes that in order to qualify, a property owner must be a Wisconsin resident and use the dwelling as their primary residence as of January 1 in a given year. A property owner may only claim one credit. Hilker says if you did not receive the lottery credit but were eligible, you must file a late claim application with the Department of Revenue by October 1st. Forms are available online or you can call the Dodge County Treasurer's Office. Reporting for WBEV, I'm Craig Warmbold. And finally, following a complaint and investigation, Winnebago County Board Chair Tom Egan takes action against a board member who was accessing pornography on a county-issued iPad. Supervisor Mike Norton of Oshkosh was posting screenshots of his iPad on Facebook to show upcoming agendas for county board meetings, but those screenshots also showed open tabs of adult content websites. Egan said that violated county policy, but was not criminal. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. Submit your news tips at dailydodge.com.